Good morning. It is Matt Weaver with BibleTruthProject.com. And uh, I apologize. I've not updated in the last few weeks because I've been somewhat preoccupied. I uh, am excited to announce that I have a son and a daughter that were born to me on the 17th of March. And that's exciting. A set of twins. God did a wonderful thing for us. Everything's going smooth and fine. Today, I'm just going to do a brief discussion on... Uh, something I've been noticing uh, in, a, in a lot of things, uh, and I don't know exactly the answer, but that is finding balance. How do we as believers and how do we as, uh, as followers of Jesus find balance in all the things pertaining to the scripture and the Bible? I'm a guy who's intensely interested in the Bible, interested in things of God. I'm I'm a digger. I'm a seeker. I, I want to know more. I'm, I'm digging in. I'm pressing in. I'm wanting to know more about God. I'm reading. I'm studying uh, the Bible intensely. And I'm looking at different sources and different people's uh, ideas and different revelations. And I look at all this stuff and I'm just amazed. You know, there's there's a lot of ideas out there. But somehow there's always a... Uh, how would I say this? There's, you can just know the difference when somebody has had a true revelation of who Jesus is, the love that comes out of their hearts, the excitement that comes out of them, and it draws you in. It doesn't push you away. And I've recently, um, recently had some discussions on on Facebook with different people from different uh, types of groups uh, in Christianity. And it's, how would I say this? It's really revealing to me how much Jesus is actually in the center. You know, we need to have discussion. We need to have good and valuable discussions. I think that's one of the things I lack, uh, or how to say, I crave the most. And that is discussing the things of God with somebody else. And not in a way of offense. And not in a way of proving them wrong and me right. But just in a good discussion. What does the Bible say here? Yeah, but have you noticed that? Or what about this? Or that and that. And fellowship. That that fellowship when both, uh, when it comes together and you see the picture and you get excited about what God is showing us, that's fellowship. That is the connection that we have with Jesus. We get excited and we can hear it when somebody else who has truly uh, got a glimpse of who Jesus is and a revelation is seeing what you're saying and they start getting excited and they're excited about what's happening. And they're not just out uh, throwing stones, trying to prove that their view is finality. And I'm tremendously blessed when I hear that. I think people often misunderstand me uh, a lot of times because I'm a person who loves knowing why God did what he did. I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but take for instance, okay, uh, an issue of forgiveness or grace or any of this type. I like to know where it came from. Not that I have to know for my own faith. Okay. Not that I have to know for salvation, but I love seeing how God works. I love seeing the mechanics of how God works and, and, and why he did what he did. And it gives, it builds faith in me and it builds, uh, it builds an understanding and it, it gives, and, and, and the Lord has given me, uh, through this many times, a bigger picture that I see the inner workings of how this works. And I, I, I've said this before, at least to myself, if I haven't said it to anyone else, is that, uh, 
I think part of my calling perhaps is is to is is in making these connections in seeing the underpinnings and inner workings of what God is doing because I think it's a huge uh, it's a huge vacuum. There's a lot of people that understand surface theology. They understand what's going on from a um, momentum point of view. So, okay, we were raised in churches, and so we just did whatever the preacher said, and you know we had books on established church theology and all that good stuff. But where are the people who are able to go back and show you the progression in faith from the Old Testament into the New and what God is doing? Those people are very rare. Those people are really hard to find. I know very few of those people who truly have uh, insight and balance. I find a lot of times people who are very involved in the Old Testament are then so uh, wrapped up into um, trying to find their identity that they miss the whole point. The very thing that Jesus also said to to Pharisees. Um, obviously, he was from the Pharisees, and his, his disciples were too. But there were other Pharisees and, and Sadducees that were somewhat critical and trying to catch him in questions, um, which is their culture. It's not like they were trying to make him stumble per se. They just they ask hard questions, and that's I wish. Uh, it sometimes that's I mean that's a good thing. It's a good thing to be asked hard questions because God can open our eyes to more truth. Uh, when we dig deeper. But Jesus always took this uh, as an opportunity to reveal something about human nature. And and I look at the most influential men in my life. Like my dad is my pastor. I've, I've Obviously he's my dad too and he's my boss. And so I'm very involved with him. But I see a man who, who lives what he believes um, he's not fake. He's he is definitely real, and he has found a balance in which he can walk. But I look at other men outside of my church and and uh, family, people that I'm in contact with. I look at men, uh, and some of the most balanced men that I have ever heard have been like Derek Prince. Um, there's there's some others, but Derek Prince in particular had such a tremendous balance. In his understanding of the word, he would be able to pull out truth uh, from the Old Testament and bring it to life, make it real, and make it applicable to your heart. And at the end of it, you just found yourself sitting there in awe, unable to make any type of argument because it was so wrapped up and complete. And I think some of it is because of his training as a logician, but more importantly, it is because of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit, uh, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is temperance. And temperance is the ability to bend uh, beyond normal limits. And sometimes people are very rigid. And when, when the Holy Spirit moves us and pushes us, sometimes we have to bend and stretch to make uh, to 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 really see what he is wanting us to do, and that is something that's really hard for a carnal Christian because he has a rigid view, he has a straight line view, and temperance is what bends us. It bends, and so we as people need to bend. Um, and I, 
I see this lacking in some people's ideas. You know, they're very opinionated. I'm opinionated. I'm not saying I'm not, but I try to be objective. I get my, uh, get my information from the Bible. I look at the scripture. I'm informed by the scripture. If you can show me in scripture, uh, that I'm mistaken, I happily receive it because I want to know the truth. I am a truth seeker. That is why uh, my site is called Bible Truth Project, because it is my lifelong project, if you will, to find biblical truth. And there's a lot of people that just throw the word out, you know, we just have to stand for truth. We have to believe in truth. This is what's what's important in life. But I think truth, truth runs deeper. Truth is something um, that has to be revealed to us, just like Jesus said when he was at Caesarea Philippi. And he asked uh, the disciples, who do men say that I am? And Peter piped up and he said, well, you're the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus just says this one thing. And he says, Peter, flesh and blood is not revealed as to you. Okay. It isn't your understanding or your natural sense that has revealed this to you, but it's the father in heaven. Okay. But revealed is the key word. See, Peter got a revelation of who Jesus was. And who did he declare him to be? Messiah. And these are things that we have to understand. When we talk about Jesus, we have to understand different people have different revelations. They see Jesus from different perspectives. It may not always match ours completely, but there should be a common connection, the connection of the Holy Spirit that sparks life in us and creates that agreement, that leaping uh, within us. And that is the part that I think more than anything else we need to aspire to attain. That is, and I believe it's the Holy Spirit. I believe that is the whole key. I think uh, there's different denominations. We're not going to get into titles, but there's some denominations, you know, they're so uh, trying to be what God is wanting them to be. I mean, they are doing everything they can to, to somehow walk in this perfection. And it's just, it's not liberty. And, and it's not freedom. Now, when I say freedom, it's not free to do whatever you want or uh, the ability to just live life exactly how you think and it's fine in God's eyes. It's I'm talking about freedom in Jesus. You don't have that life coming out. There's a lot of good facts, good thoughts. But where's the life? Where's the, the life? Because the Bible says, you want to know? whether you are my disciple, if you love the brethren, okay? So first of all, you must love your brothers. But also, he that hath the son hath life. He has life. So it's not in technicalities, per se, even though God is a very technical God and things get done in a very technical way. But from our human understanding, it's hard to wrap our minds even around the, the basics of what God is doing through the whole progression uh, of the Bible, but he that hath the son of life. And that is bottom line is what we have to look at. Do we have life and is it abundant? Because it says he that hath life or he that hath the son hath life and he hath it more abundantly. It's, it's an abundance of life. It's a uh, regeneration. It's a rejuvenation. It's you come in the presence of somebody who has life and you're refreshed. Uh, you walk away uh, 
better and and happier the presence uh that divine life has rubbed off of you i know people like that that i go to uh and just just their smile and greeting or just their presence brings life it brings encouragement it brings a uh divine uh influence and that is what i uh that is why i I crave to be and inspired to be so finding balance in life i believe is the most important thing we can do in everything there is moderation there is a balance and no matter how technical we want to get about theology or how we were raised or how were we brought up or what the bible says or this is what you know this is what i've always known never forget the key points here that greatest commandment is to love the lord your god with all your heart soul and mind strength the second is to love your neighbor paul more than once reiterates that that fulfills all the law and the the commandments no keeping of the law is no longer keeping of how would i say this keeping of the mosaic law no longer it makes you righteous in god's eyes why because he has a new law it's a better law and it's a law that gives us uh the spirit of life in christ jesus and that is what sets us free from the law of sin and death so no longer are we subject and bound to uh, a set of rules for fellowship we can now walk in and enjoy to the fullest extent from our innermost being the fullness and the richness uh, and the joy of walking in the spirit which is something that is so sweet now and one more thing is never forget the holy spirit has fruits and if you ever see somebody look for fruits what are the fruits of the spirit love joy peace all this good stuff you can tell when the holy spirit is there by fruit look at the fruit and find that balance in your life and that is all i have for today god bless you and we will try to update some more uh, in the coming weeks more often And uh, I apologize, it's been a few weeks, but so be it. God bless.